Everybody's got their secrets. Some are benign, others malevolent. But what do you do when your big secret gets out? Four lights in. Well, you know I'll never use them. Yep. So I'll try and keep you from using them. It's not the way it works. But you'll just like conspire to have some reason to take the point away from me. Yeah, maybe it will. <laughs> yeah, you and your conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back again with Nikki Smetters playing Carp. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm back. Do you want to say anything about yourself, or do you want to say something about Carp? Uh, I believe this story takes place shortly after the first the first few carp episodes in which I uh-huh. played carp, and she has not learned much <laughs> from her experiences. Cool. So, carp. It's gonna be a short one. We got like what an hour and a half. Okay. Okay. The after the events with the dims and Jedi and all that sort of stuff, carp decided to move. Yes. To, uh, to a to a safer location in uh, it was Lower Gunga Town. Lower Gunga Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How close am I to the noodle shops? Within a mile or two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Walking distance. Yeah. Necessary. Okay, and then Snoober asked you out again. <laughs> and you said yes. Yes, of course. Uh huh. It's the least I can do. It's it's evening, and. Uh, Snoober asked you to go to a, a little bivol place. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to find a place where, where we both eat every anything on the menu. See, this is him trying to change. He's <laughs> he's making the compromise. Yeah, he came up to Gunga Town, didn't this he? This is a seafood place. It's still between Gunga Town and Blacklight District. Okay. It's in Little Andron. But it's it's the literally a compromised, like a compromised location as far as between. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Bronctoni. Although Carp thinks every location is a compromised location. Bronctoni Bivol Cuisine. It's a little um, Bivol restaurant in Little Andoran. It's evening. The sun's going down. How can we tell? It's hard to tell down here. <laughs> There's probably like automatic lights or something that dim. Right, an automatic dimmer. Yeah. Just set to the day's time. Yeah. Well, you know... Th- all they have to do is adjust that by a few minutes every day and then completely flip our perception of what is day and what is night. So we are reliant on what they show us to tell us what the daytime is. For all I know, it could be midnight, dead of night. You could just on the planet go surface. up a couple floors, find out. Well, I'm not going to. Because <laughs> then I might be proven wrong. <laughs> But I mean, what what do they what do they got against us? Who who's who's gonna do this sort of thing? They can, so they will. All right, I believe you, but I don't know. This stuff you're into is kind of, <laughs> this is, kind of weird. <laughs> this is why this relationship worked. He just accepted. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of her her conspiracy theories. So what do you what are you eating? Well, I feel like uh, what what kind of cuisine did you say this was again? It's uh, bivalve. So bivalves are uh, an aquatic species. Okay. So I feel that a a food that I and a lizard species would have in common, I feel like we would just eat amphibians' eggs. So a lot of frog eggs. A lot of frog eggs. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's yeah. that's like a, a shareable dish we can have as mm-hmm. an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Snooper prefers his 
moving around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. A L- little wiggly in my belly. Yeah. I can I can do it. Um. So yeah, you're sitting across from Snoober. Snoober's this big barabelle with a large grin of pointy teeth and sort of a crest on his head. Am I taller than him? I don't think you're taller than him. No, how bar- how tall do barabelles get? I think I think they get fairly story, tall. I have to establish that I am taller than a certain character. You will have characters that you're taller than in this story. Maybe not Snoober. All right, fine. I think you and Snoober see eye to eye. <laughs> okay. I mean, Height-wise, physically. At least. <laughs> Maybe not on any other subject. Um, Snoober's got green scaly skin. He's wearing a yellow <laughs> shirt in the Glee Ansome style. The what? Glee Ansome. It's a tropical planet. He's wearing like a yellow a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's wearing okay. he's wearing the Lando shirt. <laughs> okay, great. And so you two are sitting there eating, having a conversation, and your comlink starts buzzing. Well, it's it's kind of rude to open it at dinner, but I do. You do? Yes. After after my experiences, you know, any call could be a distress call mm-hmm. or a warning. Yeah. And to be fair, Snoober has taken his fair share of calls, business calls during dinner. Mm-hmm. So. Alright, so you answer the phone. I do answer the phone. Hello. Uh, is, is this Carp? Uh, who's who's asking? Is Clorin? You remember me? Maybe. Clorin from college. Oh, Clorin! The university. Ah, yes, how are you? Uh, good. Um, I'm in town. Um. This planet is one big town. Yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm on planet. I've, I've got something interesting. I think you should come see. Oh, Clorin, I mean, if this is just the hot gossip from, from college, I might be a little busy right now. I'm on a date. Oh, okay. Um, you, you're you on a date, but but it's the convention. You're not at the convention? Convention? Hydepticon? <gasps> they didn't tell me. Oh, I knew this would happen, that they would play in that convention ever since they kicked me out of the fan club 10 years ago. They never invite me to the conventions anymore. You should anymore. come to the convention. Um, if, uh, yeah. If you're not busy later, you can meet me there. Is this, does this have to do with the heights and depths? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the whole convention is. No, what you have to tell me. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I, I thought I had left this show behind, but now that you've brought it up, I realize it still holds a special place in my heart. Okay, I'll okay. meet you there. Yeah, meet me at Vima's Cafe, uh, Sunrider Stadium. When? As soon as you can be there, I'll be there. All right. I'll be, uh, I'm on my way. Okay, bye. Over and out. Who is uh, that? Snoober. Yeah. This is, this is my old college friend. Somebody I should be worried about? No. Okay. I have to, I have to go to this convention. Listen, Snoober, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a dark past. I, I mean, I obviously have a dark past too. Yes, but... This is hard for me to admit, but I, I was a vice president of the Heights and Depths fan club. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> you like that stuff? That stuff? Are we going to be discussing what we each think of each other's hobbies oh now? Okay. <laughs> this show meant everything to me ever since I was a larva. <laughs> Mon Calamari's larvas. I think squid are like... Sure. Paralarva. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. That's that's something. C- come with me, Snoober. No, I got a meeting. 
a meeting, huh? Who are yeah. you meeting? Uh, a buyer. Anyone I should be worried about? No, no, no. I, I, I got, I got a, I got a thing. These two guys brought in a couple days ago. I found a buyer. You know how it goes. You know, Snooper, I do. I knew when you asked me on this dinner that some things would change and some things wouldn't. And I have to take the good times with the bad. Go. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All of their dinners end very dramatically. I, uh, I'll call you later. I'll let you know how the convention goes. He uh, flags a waiter down, pays the bill, and goes outside, and you see him meet up with June, who is standing outside the restaurant this whole time. Is June again? The, his weak way. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> has, he been, has he been at target practice? I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah, there's a place right down the street. That's good. Because the next time... I have to take that guy into a firefight. He better start hitting his targets. <laughs> All right, so you, <laughs> you leave uh, Bronctoni. You hail a cab? I hail one with a a roof. <laughs> <laughs> We've discussed this before. I only go, I, I don't go in open air cabs. Yeah. And I know that you're trying to introduce that one cab driver again, but I need the roof. <laughs> A um, blue convertible cab pulls up and you wave it on. <laughs> and a another cab pulls up and the driver is a... Let's make the driver a Zexto. Which one's that? He's shorter than you. That's the only thing that matters. We can leave it at that. Okay. He's got Great. four arms. All the better to steer with. Little guy with four arms, very white skin and a tiny uh, gray alien style head. Perfect. Yeah. You tell him Sunrider Stadium, mm-hmm. and he drives up to the surface, and you get a view of the sun setting over Coruscant. It is the same time of day up it, here. It is within 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big theory you've got here. <laughs> it, is, it is within 20 minutes of the dimmer settings on the other levels. So close enough, but far enough that I'm on to them. Mm-hmm. It's a short ride. Drive to Sunrider Stadium. The stadium is very large. It's got a big glass facade with big pillars and stuff. And there are a lot of people. In cosplay. Yeah, they are. There's a big sign, a big banner up that says, Height Depthicon, <laughs> the galaxy's longest running fan convention. You pass by a bunch of people in costume, go into the lobby, and Vima's Cafe is off and to the left. It's good because I don't need to buy a ticket to go in there. No, not to get into the cafe. I see some of the Mon Calamari mm-hmm. that were in the fan club that I was vice president of as a teenager mm-hmm. on Dak. Dak. Yeah. Yeah. Do they recognize you? I hope to God they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, you know, I've cleared a lot of the barnacles off my face. I've, I've slimmed down a little bit, gotten a little bit taller, so they may not recognize me. Yeah. You head into Vima's Cafe. It's uh, sort of a retro-style diner kind of place. There, it's, it's busy. Even though it's evening, this convention goes all hours. And often, well, when you have a hundred years to celebrate, yeah, over you can't, you can't get it in in a, a ten-hour right. day. You can't not you know? just one weekend. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. You spot Chlorin over in the corner, and you know I walk over, but Chlorin, you know, Chlorin stuck by me during the dark times of 
of my exodus from the fan club. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. So I, I go up to Corin and sit down and we shake flippers. Bins, yeah. <laughs> we shake flippery hands. So Corin is a Mon Calamari. He's got bluish skin and some uh, little tentacly things coming out of the front of his face area. <laughs> he's growing a beard. He's, yeah, he's, he's got a little Mon Calamari goatee kind of thing going on. He's He's been braiding it, much like a hipster. He has in front of him a cup of black calf, and when you shake hands, he, he's, he's got a definite shake to his hand. Hey. He needs to, to to lay off the calf, I think. I'm glad you came. It's good to see you, Clorin. Yeah, you too. Um, he, he, I got something great. You're not going to... You're not even gonna believe it. You're not even gonna believe it. <laughs> Listen, Clorin, I've I've put that past behind me. I don't care what dirt you've got on the other members. I, you're just gonna have to send it to me in writing. No, it's not about. <laughs> not it's not them. It's it's um it's um it's it's about the show, the actors and stuff. Behind heights and depths. Yeah, he's he gestures a lot when he talks. Moves his hands around mm-hmm. a lot. Um, it's all that calf. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see? Well, I am at a convention. I might as well. He uh, pulls out a little lanyard for you to put on. It's, yeah, okay, uh, follow me. Is that my ticket? The lanyard's yeah. my, my ticket there? Yeah. Okay. And gets up. I follow, even though I haven't had a chance to really place an order yet, <laughs> I get up and follow him. His cup of calf is still sitting there. Yeah, he left it. I, I take a sip. I just don't like letting it sit there. You took a sip of something that was already opened? No, let me reverse that. <laughs> I don't know have, where that thing's been. I have... I did not do that. All right. I get up and follow Clorin. And I did not place an order because I did not see any bottled beverages. No. Clorin leads you... There's a lot of people around. Makes me yeah. a little nervous. Yeah. There are a lot of people here. And um, they're all... A lot of them are wearing costumes and disguises. So... Which makes it even worse. All right. So Clorin leads you onto the main floor. There are tables set up everywhere. There are stages... You see a lot of uh, actors you recognize up on one stage. You see Dashiell Rowe and uh, Emma Ellentine, who famously in season 67, season, season 67 was the, the body swap season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of many body swap seasons. <laughs> yeah. You don't go 100 seasons without repeating a few cliches. Yeah. And there are vendors set up and autograph booths. You see an Ethorian fellow with an armful of autographed hollow photos walk by you. And there are just tons of people. And I would like you to do either a cool or a discipline check to see how you handle being in such a big crowd. All right. Uh, I guess cool. I have one rank in cool and three presents. Okay. I can answer for the dice, though. And say that I don't like crowds for what I rolled. Yeah, you don't like crowds. I don't like crowds. All right, so. Have I grown as a person? No. <laughs> or is this that, very bad? Um, it. How nervous am I? Completely canceled out. So that's still a failure. Okay. You're pretty nervous. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people dress up as other people. I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah. What I are, talk to no one. What are some of the things you see as you walk through this place? I see an artist alley. Filled with people who are selling fan art of the show, and I see actors walking around and signing autographs. 
There's that one actor who was only on for a couple of seasons and he's sitting at his booth and he's got a he's got one of those really long tape lines like he's expecting a lot of people to line up mm-hmm. for autographs but he's charging too much so yeah. no one's actually lining up for autographs and Dirk, then he charges extra. Dirk Burton. Yes, Dirk Burton. Very overrated. Didn't have a great storyline, wasn't yeah. a great actor. And also he was on a season like before anybody in this place is alive. Yeah. He's like a he's a that, Dirk, Dirk Burton is just a stage name. He's a very old Wookiee. <laughs> you know, he could have used that sort of very long taped off line like a couple of decades ago, but nowadays, um, yeah. like one little pillar would be fine. And what's the one thing that made you super nervous? The one thing that made me super nervous. Every once in a while, the show's theme tune plays very loudly. Mm. And I've never been quite sure which means I've always been pretty sure that there is a secret message in that song. And I have spent many hours trying to decode it and find out what it is. Uh-huh. Haven't gotten there yet, but it drives me crazy every time I hear it. You put your hands, your flippers over your ear holes <laughs> as Chlorin leads you to the back of this big room and out um, an exit that says emergency exit only. Is this an emergency, Chlorin? No, he, he looks both ways before he opens it up and ducks through so an alarm doesn't go off no for the emergency exit no was, did that mean he disarmed it ahead of time or just it's a it's a security failure on the convention center's part do you want to roll a perception check and see do i should i care enough to do <laughs> you that you could care <laughs> all right sure why not i have one cunning i feel like that's it yes <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i playing this character and playing this character with a little more cunning than she actually has. <laughs> She's not that cunning. Um, so we're just making an easy check, but I'm adding that uh, setback in because of your extreme nervousness. Yes. You notice nothing as you pass, <laughs> pass through <laughs> this door. Do I keep canceling out my rolls? Yeah. That one's a, a failure. Okay. You, you do have a failure on that one. All right. Um, I notice nothing. Into a, Which is apparently a failure on my part. Yeah. Um, you walk into a very darkened hallway. Why? Why aren't the lights on, Clorin? It's down here. You gotta. You just gotta follow me. Tell me what it is. It's a surprise. You're gonna. I hate surprises so much. Don't worry about it. Do you not remember this about me? How much I hate surprises. I remember that surprise party. (laughs) No, it's fine. You'll like this one. It's a great surprise. That party was the worst night of my life. (laughs) By the end of the evening. Frog spawn was covering every wall, (laughs) and a lot of people went to the hospital that night. I always wondered why you got kicked out of the club. (laughs) No, the the president of the club was jealous of me, that's why. It's just down here. Uh, I feel... He starts walking down the hallway and looking back at you. I don't like this, and I feel like my last adventure kind of justified my hatred of going down dark hallways with people I haven't seen since high school. (laughs) (laughs) So. There weren't any dark hallways in the last one. Well, there were dark alleys. Jedi hallways. Yeah, dark alleys. There were dark alleys. This, a hallway is just an alley between two rooms. It's just an alley with a ceiling. (laughs) Yes. So I don't go down it. Come on. No, you have it's to tell right me. The Give me a little hint. No, I. Yeah, nothing good has ever been around a corner. Okay, your favorite actor. 
You tell me who my favorite actor is, and I'll tell you if you're right. It's Saul Vanderbeek. You know it's him? Did I do know it's him. Did he address me by name? I don't think he knows you. I am the vice president. I was the vice president of the Heights and Depths fan club, and you yeah, say he I'm doesn't Dak. know who I am. There's a there's one of those on every planet. Yeah, but I was vice president for the whole planet. Well, he's right. He's. Why is he around the corner? He's gonna meet with us. Literally nothing about what you're saying is engineered to make me feel any better about he this. He walks down to the end of the hallway and he opens up a door, right here. Can he pop his head out? <laughs> I don't trust this. I don't see how it would be in character for me to go down a dark. Oh, well, I don't have much cunning either. Fine. Don't Carp's meet him. Dumb. Don't meet him. I'll be down here. And All right. he walks in and he closes the door. All right. Carp, let it be known that Carp only has one cunning. <laughs> so as paranoid as she is, she's maybe not the most tactical, tactically inclined. What so. is her high quality? It's intelligence, right? <laughs> Intellect? Um, well, I'm sure she knows a lot about heights and depths. Yeah. This and other soap stuff. opera. This space soap opera. Space opera? Why did you have to make the hallway darkened? Well, it's, uh, there's nobody down here. So looking around the hallway, you see that there are like dollies and stuff. And this is like the place where they would... Uh, it probably leads from the main hall to places where people can load up their speeders and ships and stuff. Okay. You know, there's a, there's a mop in the corner with um, a bucket. I some replacement light bulbs in a box. Do I have my weapon with me? Do I always carry my little I, yeah little blaster it's with sealed. me? Sealed. It's in your sleeve. All right. I also take the mop. <laughs> All right. So you're holding <laughs> I, on to the I'm mop. Holding, I'm, I'm holding on to the mop. It's dry. It hasn't been used recently. Mm -hmm. The bucket's empty. Yeah. And I, I take that with me. You think you picked up some uh, tips from the way Desh handles his lightsaber. Yeah. I've been practicing. Yeah. In my studio apartment. Yeah, with I mean. With moves I got off the hollow net. And you're moving Because for some reason, places. Desh doesn't want to teach me any. <laughs> I've asked him. He said no. Yeah. So what do you do? I knock on that door. Very, uh, with great trepidation. With my mop held at the ready. It's, it's not quite enough to make me draw my weapon yet because I am at a convention center with a lot of cosplayers. <laughs> they may just think it's a costume prop. We don't know. I knock. The door opens. Clorin is standing there looking at you. Why did you close the door on me, Clorin? And he looks at the mop. <laughs> and he looks at you. Um, I thought you weren't coming. And then he stands aside and you see Saul Vanderbeek. <gasps> He's actually there? Sitting on a chair in the middle of the room. Like a throne? Tied to the chair. <gasps> oh no. With a gag in his mouth. Oh my god. See, he's here. I got oh, him. Oh no, Clorin, you've become one of those fans. What? <laughs> oh, does. Oh, Mr. What's his name? Saul. Saul? Saul Vanderbeek. Saul Vanderbeek. Saul Vanderbeek is a Kosian. Okay. He is a tall lizard person. Um, Which must explain why he was one of my favorites. Uh -huh. I just have a thing for those lizard guys. <laughs> He's got sort of a long face, scaly skin, and a little beak at the end of his mouth with long fingers and clawed feet. Yeah, he in the show, he played uh, Jason A. Jones, an eccentric billionaire. In and Jason A. Jones' evil twin brother. <laughs> in season 84. Yeah. Well... 
he, uh, Jason A. Jones was in season 84, and James A. Jones was in season 85 through 87. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then again in season 96, it was... It was a time travel yeah, season. Yeah, Saul played him a younger version of himself, and they CG'd his face. Yeah, it was not convincing. Yeah. But... More to the point, he sees you. Is and anyone else in the opens room? Opens his eyes really wide and starts wiggling in his chair. I immediately take my mop and hit corn with it <laughs> because he's got someone tied to a chair. Do you really do that? Yes. Okay, roll initiative then. <laughs> Wait, which one's this again? Oh man. Okay, we rolled the exact same thing. Did everything cancel out again? Yeah, kind of. Okay, you can get the first. You can get the first swing. <laughs> I do. I do. In fact, I get him across the face. You're going to have to roll for it. What? Yeah. I just did. No, that's uh, to see who goes first. Basically to see if he's spotted you swinging that thing at him. So it's going to be a melee. Okay. I have two brawn. All right. So you're rolling two greens against two purples. All right. You swing it and you hit him with it. (laughs) Tell me what happens. (laughs) <laughs> I knock him to the floor and then I immediately draw out my little um, what's it called? Your My little blaster. Yeah. My little spring loaded quick action from my sleep blaster. On sunsetting, of course. We have a Yeah, so you hit him with it and he stumbles back a little bit. You drop the broom and pop your little blaster out and aim it at him. Clorin, what did you do? Wait, is there anyone else in this room? No, it's just the okay. three of you. You have violated the sacred oath that we took during in that fan club. That fan club failed us. We were both kicked out of it. You don't remember that? What were you kicked out for? Nothing. <laughs> I, you, you tied up an actor and put him in the middle of a room. I feel like something must have transpired. They just didn't like me. That is- we were both outcasts. Great. And it wasn't just the it oh, wasn't just no, the fan club. In with it wasn't just guy. a fan club. It was <laughs> everything. <laughs> you don't kidnap actors. I'm not even that crazy. I'm just paranoid. You wouldn't talk to me. I wouldn't or Saul wouldn't. Saul wouldn't. Because <laughs> I kept writing him in blood. <laughs> oh, Clorin, what have you done? And if you're not with me, and you're against me. Well, that's why I hit you with the mop. And he pulls out a tiny little holdout blaster. I already have mine on him. Yeah, but it's his turn now. Wait a minute. So I'm like frozen in carbonite while he gets to make his next move? This is happening like immediately after (laughs) you made your move. So he stumbled backwards. You you talked for a second. You whipped out a little holdout blaster. You say so. And pulled the trigger. And a little ring of stun goes right. Pass right pass. by you, yeah. Yes. Well, then, since my blaster's already aimed at him, I fire right back. Okay. It's my turn now. Do it. Do I have to roll? Yeah. You are. Oh, I made his harder than it should have been. Oh, ranged well. light? Yeah. I have two ranged light and. Your agility? Two agility. So it's two yellows. And two greens? No, just two yellows and okay. one. What do these okay. mean again? Those are threats. But that's a success. Yeah, what's the damage on your weapon? It is five. Three critical. Okay, so you, uh, what happens? You hit him. 
I, he's, he's stunned. He's not stunned. He was hit by a stun blast. He's not, like, knocked out, though. Oh, is, is his lizard skin... Oh, wait, no, he's a Mon no, he's Calamari. A Mon Why wouldn't he be stunned? Because it's not how stun works in this game. Uh, well, it dazes him. Yeah. It dazes him enough for me to get another whack in with my mop. <laughs> it doesn't daze him quite that much because you did get the two threats. He is knocked down by your stun, but scrambles over and grabs the mop. And sort of hands it. Uh, oh my, no, he's got the mop now. He, he's holding it from the mop and pointing the wooden end at you. Oh no, that's the dangerous end of the mop. I've been going on easy on him to this point. Well, can I shoot him again? Um, he says, if you don't want to be part of this, just leave. I've got this taken care of. He's no, gesturing wildly. You don't with understand, Corin. I have been on a hero's journey. <laughs> I have already been the hero of this story, and I'm going to be the hero again. I am not going to run away from this person tied to a chair. Fine. If you let them go, I'm going to jail. I hope you're fine with that. I, at this point, I am absolutely fine with we that. We used to be friends. <laughs> you're not my friend anymore. He's just like every other guy who can't let high school go. <laughs> I've moved on. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have friends. Saul's my friend. Isn't that right, Saul? You have friend. And you look over and see Saul in the corner. Saul's shaking his head. (laughs) I I don't think that was an affirmative. At at one point, can I shoot him again with my stun blaster? Um, He's got a move, and then I'm going to do one other thing. Florin stands up. He's still pointing the mop at you. I need need to get a new gun. And a new mop. Carp's inner monologue. <laughs> and uh, and outer predicament. Uh, as he's he's pointing the mop at you, and he starts raising his little holdout blaster, you hear a little snap come from where Saul is. He's got a beak. Did he did he snap through his tethers? And you can see that he has gone free from his rope. <laughs> That's good. At least the rope on his hands. And he pushes the chair back and gets up and starts like half running, hopping away. But before. Wait, away from me? Away from both of you. Oh you my are both god! Insane. I have been rescuing this. Uh, he's running towards the back of the room, like run hopping, and he gets halfway there and trips and falls, and you hear a. <laughs> as he hits his head. Oh no. And he doesn't move. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Saul, Wait, are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> trying to think of like lizard physiology and how hard little Goomba skulls are. <laughs> Probably not hard enough that he's, he's got a concussion. Oh crap. Now he's everyone's on the floor, gonna he's think, not moving. Everyone's gonna think I did this. See, now I, I just have to roll a bunch since you're not gonna use any of your light side points. I have to roll until I get like six threats like I just did. So what can I, um, I didn't see you roll. Oh, I rolled that. Why? Look at all those threats to see if he could break out. Don't I get to <laughs> attempt that first and then roll and see if I can do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> this, is, this is Saul Vanderbeek's roll. He is... Um, so I've got four light side points and I'm not using any of them. And this drives Mark crazy because now he can't use the dark side points. I mean, I can still make bad things happen in that world. (laughs) Well, so can I use a light side point to break free? I mean, you're not tied up or anything. Oh, that's right. Um, I charge. You charge 
chlorine. <laughs> yes. No, I charge the unconscious lizard on the floor. <laughs> what are you? Yes. What are you doing? I one one flippery hand goes for his gun, and one flippery hand goes for his mop. Uh huh. And I I try to wrestle them away from him. Okay. Let's do a let's do an athletics check, and the difficulty is going to be his. Or agility, because they're both the same. Two. I need to stop making moves that rely on me rolling for attributes that I have none of. You don't have. You don't have any athletics. I have two brawn. Okay, so it's two greens, two purples. But she's, you know, she's an everyday. She's a she's a everyman hero. You can always uh, try and get a blue. An and advantage. Get a, boost, a boost die. Yeah. I think I know a way to settle this whole thing, but we'll see how I roll first. Okay. What do those mean? <laughs> you that means you got a success. <laughs> a success. Yeah. I so I get the <laughs> I get the mop away from him. You get the mop away from him. <laughs> you gun. couldn't get the gun because you have a gun in your other hand and you don't want to drop your own gun to, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I should have thought of that. Chlorin, Chlorin. What? I, we gotta go check if he's okay. Oh yeah. But he's he Chlorin's still gotta get he can shoot me in the back. Crawling towards him. He forgets his gun and he starts crawling towards Saul. <laughs> okay, Saul great. Vanderbeek. <laughs> I I start running towards Saul Vanderbeek because I can still run. <laughs> and I guard him, even though that jerk was about to, to leave me. I, you know, get between him and Chlorin. And I say, Chlorin, Chlorin, Chlorin. What? Chlorin. <laughs> yeah, you get to Saul. Yeah, I get to and Saul. And you flip him over onto his back. His eyes are rolled up in his head. <laughs> And on closer inspection, I see he's really not as handsome as he looked on TV. No, there's a lot of makeup. No, yeah. And actually, he's got some of the makeup on hot now, and it's a little smeared. Mm, yeah, it's all over the floor. Yeah. It's like a... <laughs> he's not cute. Uh, there's, a, there's a streak of, uh, of makeup where he hit the floor <laughs> and skidded a little bit. <laughs> he's wearing a lot of blush. Yeah. Just <laughs> like a pink streak. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is unconscious. Which is great, because security's gonna come find me and see all this mess. Well, security, that I would probably need a dark side point to do. So you mm. don't have to worry about security oh, that's because great. you're cheating. <laughs> I'm not cheating, I'm just preventing you from using your legal advantages. Alright, so he's unconscious, and uh, you're sort of checking him out, and um, Chlorin crawls up next to you and plops down on the other side of Saul. <laughs> He's he, all the all the, the spit and vinegar has left him. He's fine, right? He's fine. Well, I don't know, Clorin. I'm not the one who tied him up to a chair. What I, was? What were you even trying to do anyway? He wouldn't talk to me. Well, he won't. Uh, when you tape his mouth shut, either. Well, he's gonna talk to both of us. We're gonna get <laughs> autographs. You're gonna get pictures taken with him. All the stuff that he wouldn't let us let me do. Oh, Clorin, Clorin, Clorin. This is things like this is why I'm glad I voluntarily left the fan club back on deck. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. All right, so... Well, he's out. Should we go get Ace Fortuna? <laughs> oh, he's the next one on the I list. I like that you just keep surrounding me with characters that make Carp look very normal and insane. <laughs> um, and Clorin pulls out a little list of yeah. names, and you can see that. A Saul, few are already Saul, crossed yeah, off. Saul Vanderbeek and two <laughs> other like ones are crossed on off. <laughs> okay. Wait... Thorin, what did you do with these other ones that oh, are crossed fine. off? Just don't worry about it. <laughs> Is that why they're not here at this convention? Where are they? They're somewhere. <laughs> don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I might possibly be dealing with a serial killer at this point. I don't know. 
so can't really let him go free. I've, I've still got my blaster. Can I just quickly pop, pop him, pop him one? <laughs> you can attempt to, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're gonna have to roll a stealth check before you roll your attack. I have two agility. Wait, wait, can't we? No, I need a solution that would have me roll for an intellect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perception would not be easy against uh, against Chlorin watching you. Yeah. He's very. So observant. what do I do now then? That's a great question. I'll just put him back up in the chair. I'm sure, he's fine. Maybe the best <laughs> the best thing to do is just let this play out. But he's unconscious. He can't sign anything. What are you going to do? Move his hand for him? Hold the pen yeah, in his maybe. hand and move it? Yeah, right. you you be him. Okay. I'll be him. Okay. Let's... So, inner monologue time. Cart thinks... <laughs> the solution for best escaping the situation with everybody in, intact is just letting this little loony play out his autograph, his private audience fantasy of getting his autograph. So I say, okay, let's prop him back up in the chair. Still tied. You prop him back up in the chair and Clorin starts talking to him as if he is awake. And I, I answer for him. I answer for Saul. Clorin's talking about his favorite episodes he was in. Oh, that was great. You know, it was, it was a terrible Saul's got acting. a British accent. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- th- he's also unconscious, so I think we need to make some allowances here. Yeah. You know, as, a, as an acting challenge, playing my own evil twin brother who had amnesia, so he forgot he was evil and thought I was the evil one. But uh, I pulled it off in the end, I think. Nutted me my my third. What's the space Emmy? Uh, a spemmy. <laughs> a spemmy. <laughs> Got my third spemmy out of it. But what's what's your name, young man? I'm Clorin. Clorin, huh? How do you spell that? C-H-L-O-R-E-N. Okay, Clorin. What? Do you, ha- do you have your photo with you? Hold on. What are you rolling for? <laughs> is this not working? What is, I'm yeah, trying to. So- it works. <laughs> Carp is, so Carp is doing the weakened at Bernie's thing where she's just hiding behind Saul and like moving his hands around and then like flipping his beak open and shut when he's supposed to be talking. She's puppeteering him. Uh, what's your deception? <laughs> I have a rank in deception, and I have one cunning. He doesn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Great. He just doesn't notice that it's not him talking, which Great. is crazy. And let me tell you that this is not the first time somebody has done this on Coruscant Nights. <laughs> what? Lucky Chronicles episode four. Did someone else weekend at Bernie somebody? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to unwillingly copy. This is our Patreon plug for the episode. (laughs) Go subscribe to Patreon. For only a dollar, you can listen to all the episodes, 10 out so far, of the Lucky Chronicles, including one that has a weekend at Bernie scene. Clorin pulls out his hollow photo. It's a little tiny, like, handheld computer thing with a little hologram of Saul Vanderbeek (laughs) that pops up. It's It's a very moody black and white photograph yeah blue and white blue and white photograph of the actor 10 years previously yeah uh-huh he's got his um long fingered hand under his beak mm-hmm. um and he's doing staring like a, very soulfully into the camera raised eyebrow thing mm-hmm. his hair this is back when his hair was black <laughs> it is no longer black what what is it now uh it's gray you don't you don't think he just for men dyes it no he doesn't he he did good with gray Okay. 
So he's he's not given into the George vanity. Clooney he's a George type. Clooney. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say that. <laughs> so now, yeah, he hands this thing into Saul Vanderbeek's floppy hands, <laughs> and you attempt to sign it. I, I sort of well, you know, I've got flippers, and the guy's got um, long clawish, claw yeah, claw hands, and I attempt to manipulate it into an autograph to Clorin, my biggest fan. Stay sane. Love, Saul. <laughs> Great. Stay sane. Which, you know, I feel like is maybe the autograph most actors want to give most fans. <laughs> <laughs> and I hand it back to him. You hand it back Still to him. Still in character. And Saul looks at it, smiling, and then... Wait, you mean Clorin? Clorin looks at it, smiling, and uh Saul looks at nothing right now. No, his eyes are still rolled back, his head's he is looking at the inside of his skull at the the moment. Yeah. And then he looks at Saul and then he looks at Carp. Alright. What's next? (laughs) What's next? Wanna go check out Artist Alley or uh Okay okay. You know what? Sure. Because at this point I just don't know what the guy's gonna get up to if I'm not there. (laughs) But I also kinda don't want the other Mon Calamari members of the fan club to see me with him because he was kind of a loser back in high school. <clears throat> Got a reputation as a disgraced former vice president to maintain. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, alright, I guess we should probably tie him up again. And he hands you some rope. Oh no. He's, he's gonna turn me into a co-conspirator. <sighs> if he uh, gets loose or if someone notices he's missing, I can't just be trawling around this convention with him. With, with his kidnapper. Yeah. Well, it's not, we're not going to, like, walk him out onto the floor. That's true. I really feel like I just should stun Clorin. Try to just keep rolling to stun him. I feel like that's what me would do. What would, what would Carp do? You want to roll st- another, try a stealth check? You have more plans for Clorin, don't you? All right. No, I don't roll a stealth check. You don't roll a stealth check? I could. Okay, I do roll a stealth check. Do whatever you want. I only have two agility. You should come up with a, a reason you get a boost. Um, he trusts me now. I've um, okay. lured him into a state of complacency Okay. using my natural wiles. Mm-hmm. And I, he's already given me the boost, so I, need, I don't need to keep justifying it. No, you can, it. Keep, you can go for a second boost if well, you can want. Can I really? Yeah. Um, and I've played along with him, so he feels like now I'm... I feel like that's, his, that's the first boost again. It's like, it's like a step boost. It's a, it's a cousin to the first boost. If you tie him up, I'll give you a second boost. <laughs> okay. I help him tie up Saul. And then get another boost out of it. So I'm rolling to do what now exactly? Uh, to sneakily get your little hand blaster out. Okay. I actually, I can think of another boost for that thing. Another boost for getting my hand blaster out. Besides having lured him into complacency and helping him tie up Saul, is it... That I'm behind him? It, you could be behind him, or it could be... It's, I am, it's a very small little... Yeah, it's... Well, I mean, I'm practically, like, a, not even a foot away from him. I'm very close range. Yeah. You're still gonna fail. Huh? You're still gonna fail. <laughs> That's not fair! I don't need dark side points. Well, I got four light side points. I can use them at any moment. Can I use all four of them at once? No. <laughs> Why? You could use one to upgrade one of your greens to a yellow. 
Am I still gonna fail? I don't know. It's all chance. He really wants that dark side point. It's driving him crazy that I won't use any of my light no, side. Just trying to give you opportunities. That's his. <laughs> Whenever he goes high pitched like that. Just trying to give you opportunities. <laughs> I won't be baited. I'm a fish person, but I won't be baited. <laughs> all right. One failure. One success. And lots and lots of threats. One advantage. Four threats. Five threats. Oh no. This is just a very threatening game today. <laughs> so you pop your little blaster pistol out, and it makes that little popping your little blaster pistol out noise. And Chlorin looks over at you. What are you doing? Oh, well, we I'm uh, I'm gonna keep it on Saul in case he wakes up, because we don't want him to, you know, struggle, right? We just tied the guy up. So you're saying we should shoot him? No, this is just in case he. I mean, he's my, not on the show My blaster's anymore, on so. stun, man. Yeah, but we still need him for the reunion episodes. He's, he's, he's it's, it's fine. We just, I guess we can. Is this why all the other names, is this what happened to the names that are crossed out on your list? Just don't worry about that. Don't worry about those. No wonder they're not at the convention. And takes out his, his holdout blaster. <sighs> Wait, how come he can just take it out, but I have to roll to do it out stealthily? Because you were trying to do it without him noticing <laughs> so that he could shoot him. He doesn't care if you see him take it out. I already have my blaster out. Why does he need to see it? Why does he need to take his blaster out? We're gonna, we're, we're gonna take him out back, right? I was just gonna the stun him and leave him here. Take him out back, and he does finger. It's just quotes. so your autographs will be worth more money. No, they will. <laughs> oh crap! I've given him another reason to continue on his murderous rampage. Oh no! What's Carp gotten herself into this time? No, she hasn't gotten herself into anything. Other people are the entire <laughs> reason that she is in any predicament at all. This is everybody else's fault. And now she has to save the day again. And you have She has to marshal No, I'm still monologuing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she has to marshal the courage and the skill and the quick thinking that she learned on her adventure with Desh and she comes up with nothing right now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Nikki for playing on these episodes. You can find Nikki's art at nikkismetters.com. That's N-I-K-K-I-S-M-E-T-T-E-R-S.com. And a special thanks to Dice for Brains. Dice for Brains is one of my favorite podcasts, and it's what got me into RPGs in the first place. Without them, we wouldn't have Heights and Depths, the longest-running TV show in Star Wars podcasting, and the longest-running joke in Star Wars podcasting. Thanks, Dice for Brains. If you haven't listened to them yet, definitely go check them out. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt and Nick Scourin. You can find Nick's music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, and you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights. 